Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we are going to be going over this lengthy, compact season four premiere of Sequester. We've got 13 new contestants as Roxy's cat makes it into the picture. Her own cameo. Is that Minerva or Okoye? It's Minerva. All right. So we have a third guest tonight. It's just mm -hmm. how it's going to be. Welcome, everyone. We are live. If you are in the chat, we will be taking your questions, your comments. We want to know how you felt about the season four premiere uh, because we've got a lot to go over. We've got we've got everything from the get go, the moving groups, the twist, the elimination, the, the battle match. We've got everything to go over in this podcast, which I imagine will be about as lengthy as the episode tonight. I've got about a 1500 word document full of notes from tonight's episode because I knew I wasn't going to remember a quarter of the things that happened in tonight's episode. Uh, so hopefully with my esteemed co-hosts we can remember everything with you all uh and enjoy it all over again maybe with some clips we'll throw in here and there i've got the episode pulled up in case we need to recall anything but with that uh my name is barrett at spicy barrett on twitter here with me as always is the lovely roxy hoffman and daniel icon brown just to start it off guys um what do you what do you think about this cast? Because we didn't do a cast assessment. We didn't we didn't do anything like that. So right. uh, for the most part, we're seeing these thirteen faces uh, aside from the Terran interview for the very first time uh, and kind of getting thrown into the mix. Who, if you could pick one person, who really stuck out to you the most in this episode? Who were you impressed by, uh, Daniel? You can go first. <laughs> Sorry, Roxy. <laughs> um, surprisingly, my favorite of the cast is a male. <gasps> Gasp! Gasp! Um, Josh, oh my god, he is so rootable. I loved him this whole episode. He was very humble, but also like super sassy, and I think that's like a hard thing to balance. And he did it well, and is just someone I loved watching tonight. So good. This premiere was so good. All right, we have a Josh, Stan, and Daniel. Roxy, how did you feel about the episode, or who I liked the most? Who did you like the most? Um, I really liked. Jacob, I thought that he was entertaining and super smart, and I thought he was pretty strategic. He's in a really good spot, according to this episode, and um, I just really, really liked him. Like, you know, I'm probably hoping that we're going to be best friends by next week, so... Well, I feel like a big thing that we'll talk about, and no, you're not going to be best friends, but uh, I feel like tonight a big thing that we're going to talk about is this uh, Jacob and Moon relationship. Of course, we had mm -hmm. what seemed like eight straight minutes of them just talking about how much they loved each other, which was a straight cutaway to Jacob talking to Marcelo and then being like, he's actually my ride or die. He's who, <laughs> he's who I'd go to the end with, you know, no question, which I thought was a nice little twist from that really lengthy conversation about how good of a spot that they're in, which they are in a good spot, I feel like, at least for this episode. Again, this is sequester. So by next week, we could see Jacob in the worst possible position. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed Jacob as well. I, I also agree with Daniel. I think Josh really stole mm -hmm. the episode. I mean, again, with the ending, as much as I love Jay West and how tragic that was <laughs> to I watch that play out. Uh, and I, and was, I was sad, but... It, it, it was a good... It was a nice ending. It was ending. a good episode. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like it was a great episode, but to get a great episode, we had to watch someone I really enjoyed and someone I was really looking forward to, uh, you know, watch play this game go out in such a harsh <laughs> way again. Oh, no. What was so weird for me, though, is like, um, I know that 
Elise Barra and Roxy, you too. I think you've talked to Jay West, maybe. I don't know. But I like ha- I've had conversations with some of the people actually playing. And like I've never like experienced that where I've like known someone playing like a reality show. So it was like kind of like strange, but I like lived for it. We're gonna go through everything tonight, uh, from the moving groups all the way to the elimination, but it just kind of the in summation of the entire episode. Essentially, we do have 13 new contestants going into the house or a castle as brent wanted to call it uh and <laughs> the twist tonight was called and of course i'm not going to get the technical again i'm just going to say beforehand i'm not the sequester expert uh i am not going to be the one that points out a bunch of different things you know uh re- recurring to like you know minis or past seasons in depth i know we covered it last season uh but th- my sequester knowledge does not extend really beyond season three and now the season four, uh, I have a ton of fun watching it. But if I mess up on some things, don't hate me. If I don't know every little tidbit about Sequester, like I know a lot of people that are devoted fans will know, please don't hate me for that either. But it's going to happen but inevitably. So what can I, like? Can I get a list of what I can hate you for? <laughs> I, everything else. Pretty besides, long. I mean, you can even hate me for sequester stuff. I'm just warning you ahead of time. Uh, okay. I'm not going to get everything right. right. But I, I will give a shout out uh, to my good friend, Mark Hallman, who was sending me tweets uh, referring to different things that could be helpful for tonight's podcast. And they really were. Uh, so thank you, Mark, for sending me some tweets throughout the episode tonight that will be helpful with some of the, the coverage of everything but the twist tonight we have exile and safety safety and exile the safety and exile twist if that, is that really the technical i mean term? it's the same honestly you just said that you didn't watch season two correct i have and watched most of season two but you call I'm yourself not... judd's best friend give me a freaking right. break um <laughs> i mean it's the same exact thing that they did um for the first twist in season two it's just they aren't wearing the the cool vest that they had it's was the, it the exact same? I feel like it was slightly different. I don't think I thought that in season two, the people voting was everyone, not just the Yes, that part. I'm okay. just saying the the red and the, the green, the 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 safe and the not safe. Right, right, right. Yes, uh, you're correct. I can also point out that in the 815 mini, uh, they also had this safety and exile twist mm-hmm. in which Josh was in this mini and guess where he was sent to very first exile uh so josh has a horrible time with this twist uh <laughs> and josh had a horrible time with this premiere episode but it's kind of like a thing and i know i'm getting off track i know i said we'd kind of go in order but since uh we're talking about josh right now and since daniel has already admitted to loving josh wholeheartedly more than anyone else and since in this entire cast so far uh i feel like it could be pointed out that josh isn't really the most experienced out of this entire cast in terms of his profile coming into the game. And that's something that he did talk about with Taryn. And it is something that he said he was going to have to adapt a little bit, but obviously I don't think he did a great job at that. We had moments where it was very positive for him in terms of the montage that we get of him talking to every player, you know, saying I put my trust in you. We had a nice moment with him and Billy early on in the episode, if you remember, uh, where yes, Billy... where he he did not have shaky eyes because if your eyeballs shake <laughs> at all, Billy is on to you. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I mean, I actually somewhere in my notes, the plethora of notes that I took, um, I <laughs> I wrote down shaky eyes because here's the deal, Billy, and I like Billy a lot, but 
she wouldn't like Billy would not trust me. You know why? I'm shifty. No, just because, <laughs> no, because I sometimes have shaky eyes. No, I feel like that. Um, maybe I don't like look people directly in the eye Damn. when I'm talking to them, and that is like an ADHD thing where I might be talking to you, Barrett, but I also am like, you know what, that picture over there, I need to go and dust that. That is so crooked. I've got to fix that. But I'm paying attention to you, but Billy would see that. And Billy would be like, her eyes are shaky. She's not looking me in the eye. And then I would just be SOL. And I hate that. You'd be mm -hmm. in big trouble. Yeah. You would not I, be in Billy's yeah. corner. That's for sure. Josh did not have shaky eyes, though. <laughs> he no. really didn't. Like, I, that scene was, like, right before. And then it showed Josh. He was, like, even, like, while he was, like, shaking his head, he, like, maintained, like, laser contact. And I was, like, does the wind, like, get in your eyes and, like, make you want to blink at all? Because he wasn't even blinking. <laughs> Like when you go like this, like I just feel like that's like really uncomfortable not to like. I do kind of feel uncomfortable when people like look me in the eye too much. I'm like, well, back Same. off. I'm just like, okay. But like in my, <laughs> Billy likes it. Billy likes for you to maintain eye contact and never, ever, ever stray away or shake yeah. your eyeballs at her. Don't, don't shake your eyeballs at Billy. But I mean, if that's how you judge whether or not somebody's lying, I love it. But Sometimes I feel uncomfortable if I feel like someone's staring at my eyes too much. I'm like, we are not that close. Someone needs to <laughs> look over there. <laughs> hey, what's that? <laughs> but speaking of Billy, I know I didn't really point out uh, my own personal favorite when it came to just this episode. But I, Billy is someone that really wasn't, you know, high on the radar in this episode alone. But I, Billy is someone that. I, I really enjoyed both in the interview mm -hmm. and just kind of uh, the calm presence that they brought in, in this episode itself. And uh, of course, the the shaking of the eyeballs uh, it was probably my biggest highlight uh, <laughs> of this episode, just because I knew Roxy would have a fit with it. Uh, and it's probably going to point it out in every single episode that Billy is in from here on out or every conversation that Billy is in. Well, I feel like from this point forward, I've got to check people's shifty eyeballs, shaky eyeballs. <laughs> Now that every time somebody's eyeballs shake at me, I'm going to be like, Billy says that makes you a liar. <laughs> by the law of, by Billy's code, this, <laughs> this is the bad side. So now you people better be nervous. Don't shake your eyes at me. Don't do it. Liars. Well, no. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move my eyeballs over to my notes yet again. Uh, so we can start going over this episode in full. Um, but obviously we'll get into the safety and exile. We'll get into, uh, the inevitable Josh having the most votes thrown on him, uh, and him picking Katie for about a half second before immediately switching that to Jay West after Jay so West good. wanted to say, you know what, if you, if you don't want to come back, pick me, uh, which is, that was a choice. That was, was it, very much. Wait, a what choice. was the episode title? Poetic. Justice. Poetic justice. It was very that, very that. <laughs> is that i'm assuming that's what the episode or title title referred to uh yes or it maybe has like, honestly i think audrey's like a very intelligent woman and i even think it roots even back to josh going in exile first like it's just very poetic like the whole thing was like very it could poetic. have layers that we do not understand right that is it's just the mind much. of audrey Middleton. well she's a genius <laughs> i say it mm -hmm. and i know time. And she's I know we're, 
Well, I, I I know you were pointing out Roxy before we started, and it's going to be something that um, we're going to be talking about throughout the entire season. But and it's been something that we even talked about at the beginning of last season. But the up in quality, oh the up in editing, the up in you know the budget, the up in production value altogether was, was incredible. So when they walked out into that barn, I said, "Where are we? The we ain't in Georgia no more, y'all. We are not in Georgia no more." <laughs> no, we like an actual like production set and i was like come on led lights come on like i feel like it's like getting intense and it just like i audrey will probably if she's not already watching now she will probably later because she's like really active in the community audrey you outdid yourself it was so good i mean the entire team and like All, it's hard like, sorry roxy no. i'll say after you Okay. The entire production uh, team just did a fantastic job. I told Barrett before we started tonight that I feel like that this is the best episode that they have ever put out ever. And I mean, and I was already last year, like singing Audrey's praises on here, but um, I just, the production value is just through the roof this year. It looked so good and the content was fantastic too i just loved everything about it but you know i'm always sad every time somebody gets sent home i'm like can we all just stay please what i was gonna say is like my attention span is literally that of like a cricket and i can't focus for like anything but i was like for the most part almost all the time involved and very glued to the screen so to do that for however long this episode was. I know that was like one of the longer ones. Like, period. No, I feel like that's most of the episodes that end up going down is that I have to be glued to the screen the entire time or else I'm going to miss something. And I'm in a lot of it is just because there are, thir- especially in this episode, there are 13 people going back and forth uh, saying different names to one another and then going to another person and saying another name. And then there are things that inevitably you're going to miss as a production team. And you you notice that throughout an episode, but through this one, it was the most... I don't know, cohesively, like continuously. I, 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 I felt the story flow more than I did last season already, which is such a hard thing to pull off when you have, you know, not only a small production team, but you're trying to maneuver all these things at once in a game that's being set up like this, uh, being able to keep up with who's going after who so well in an episode with 13 people that are scattered around a giant house is like so impressive that you can pull that off. Uh, Again, that's something that we're going to say in every episode, I feel like. But, I mean, hats off to Andre. Hats off to everyone involved. Um, so, yeah. Where, where should we go from here? Um, I don't know. Y'all are the ones with the notes. That's well, true. I mean, true. <laughs> like, let me, let me put my readers on. Just yeah. kidding. You know, your lookers. Let's, get, <laughs> it, let's lookers. get the technical term right, Roxy. I, I, I should oh, also yeah. point... I should also point out that poetic justice was actually referring to Spencer when he was doing his speech. So says Will in the chat. Um, if I w- if I knew exactly when that was in the episode, I would just put up, pull up the time code uh, just to play that part. But I'm I'm not that good. I'm not I'm not that good at all. all right. um, I may be like really dumb, but like, how was that poetic justice? Uh, we can get there. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm so confused. Listen. Let's um let's just go through the episode um from start to finish. I mean, they did all of the introductions to begin with, and some people were like, Oh, we know this person, we know that person. I yeah. played here, I played there. Right. And we kind of saw all of the relationships. Um, Brendan, 
was wearing a shirt that was like Domino's. Reminded, I mean, it wasn't a Domino's shirt. Not like the, the game, the pizza place. It reminded me of Domino's. <laughs> Just me? No? Uh, yeah? I don't at recall. what point was he wearing a Domino's shirt? Um, The entire episode, it was red and blue and white. So during like the day of the twist and everything? Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Hold on. It's I don't. It's not a domino shirt, but that's like I was like, wait, that looks like a domino. Oh. He looks like a Domino's employee. Um, maybe he, maybe he is. Have you ever the, thought to ask him? The shirt winner is what's her name with the my dick isn't tiny. She won. Uh, I believe that was Katie. Katie, wearing that? Katie yeah. yeah, it was Katie. And um, I believe there she is. Is yeah. Brendan the one that also said the word untouchable? Uh, I think that was my fellow. Stop it. Don't do <laughs> I said, no. It is a trigger word. It is triggered. Uh, I, need, I do need to point out, Marcelo had my favorite moment of all the interviews preseason with Taryn. Uh, only because when Taryn asked him who he'd like compare himself to in terms of like a big brother player, survivor player, or even former sequester player, he said, Gary from BB UK. And Taryn, like, didn't know who that was at first. What? Bart Gary Busey is who he meant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taryn, like, it looked like he was like, looked it up for a second. He said, Do you mean Gary Busey? And Marcel was like, Yeah. <laughs> was like, you compared yourself to Gary Busey. Um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, so that that will forever live in my mind as probably one of my favorite interview. Like, no one will ever have a better comparison to who they think they will play like. Uh, if it's not it, Gary Busey, is the top tier. Uh, so, very <laughs> that. Well, and I mean, quite frankly, I didn't like love Marcelo this episode. If I'm being blunt, I just like I don't know. Really, I liked him. I mean, not that I don't like him. I just was like, ugh, I didn't really like that whole alliance early on, and I was like. Okay. Well, there were only 42 of them going on. Right. Everyone is aligned with everyone. Muna's aligned with the entire house, but I mean, and why not? She's fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. And I mean, she is absolutely beautiful. Like, she is so stunning, just beautiful. But mm -hmm. she's aligned with every single person. I'm aligned with, with Muna. <laughs> really? Wait, Y'all pregame. It was crazy. Me too. Are we all aligned with Muna? Did Not she... me. She didn't ask me. Uh, but that's uh, you it. know why? Because Billy told her that your eyes were shaky, and that's why. No, <laughs> they, they are. I can't keep eye so contact. Immediately, Josh goes in the house, and because he doesn't have any relationships, he goes looking for an LOS, and then there's a voiceover that tells us. There's well, we don't know yet about the LOS. There's something new, different, or it's not happening, or what? What's I don't understand. Where the why do we not have an LOS? I hope I, I, that they're not completely taking out, taken out of the game because I really like what they bring. So hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> that is so relatable, Josh. That's me. You need I'm, a step ladder. I pulled this up so I can play at least a little part where we get uh, kind of a hint at what might happen with LOS, but we don't really get an answer. Uh, but I'll, I'll play this real quick. In sequester, I hit a power in the house called 
an LOS. This power could be played at eliminations to cancel votes. Oh, look, it's get Jay West getting that out of the hot tub last year. This season, unbeknownst to the players, I have decided to change things up. How will be revealed later. <laughs> Wait, do you think that was poetic justice? No, no I, we already, Daniel, we already, it was Daniel. a different part. We already, no, no, listen, <laughs> Jay West finding the LOS and then voting out someone for looking for an LOS and then going home. Like, that's pretty poetic to me. So, are, so okay, even though we know where... Arguably, I'm just like... So even though we know where she got it from, we're, we're still pointing at... We're still hinting that she might have had other meanings to it that wasn't Spencer's Captain America speech. I just think that, like, poetic justice is, like, everywhere. And, like, if you look close enough, like, you can see it in this episode. Yeah, I, I, true. If you do look close enough, if you do try to find yeah. the hidden, hidden meaning, it it's just like hit me. Let's move on from that. And yeah, let's move on. By all means, though, we're going to continue to talk about the shaky eyes. Anyway, <laughs> this is this is the podcast dedicated to only the shaky eyes content. So if you're not looking for that, um, then maybe pff, look somewhere else. I'm sorry, uh, but no, we we do we want to go over the move in groups itself because they're really like you said, Roxy. There really wasn't too much. Uh, going on other than just I played with this person and they voted me out. We saw that with you know Katie and Spencer. Katie, yeah, and, and he he made me laugh though when he was like he gave the little wink to the camera. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah there's we, no beef. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. we do have in group one we had Brent, Muna, Rachel, and Brendan, um, and there really wasn't too much going on there except you know. Uh, Muno called Brent Mr. Twitter Fingers, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, that that is hilarious very and accurate. accurate. Yeah. And Brendan <laughs> showed up with pizza. Sorry. He did not do that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Am I supposed to be here? Uh, <laughs> he showed up with he the first up with pizza And they said, Do you want to stay and play this game? And he was like, Sure. That's how it <laughs> happened. <laughs> If I can do a random dance move that you can cut away to for two seconds in the middle of the episode, oh that'll God. work. Uh, he, he wasn't, he was doing like a, I don't know what he was doing. Someone tell me what he was doing in that little clip. He was doing you know the Spider-Man thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Was No, he did like more of a, I feel like he's doing more like a force push, but it was with like a, yeah, someone tell me what he was doing. Oh. I know there's, he was doing something that someone knows. Uh, <laughs> Jedi mind tricks, obviously. Clearly. Uh, that's how he survived this episode. But I, I thought it was funny how he uh, was so ready to, uh, or he was, I, I guess you should say, he was so worried about people worrying about the way he plays this game uh, because he wanted to come to the game being like everyone's friend. If you watch Taryn's interview, he's like, are you trying to be like a Tyler? Because uh, you kind of got the same look and everything. And he was like, I pretty much want to try to be everyone's buddy. I want to... Yeah. I want to be that person that everyone likes. And then he gets in the house. And he's like, everyone knows who I am. They're going to know who I play. But at the same time, I'm like, no one's going to care about that. Like, <laughs> you have way more people to worry about than you. Right. <laughs> You're fine. He's like, I wanted to come in and be like the, you know, kind of goofy, like airheady. And now I can't. And I'm like, yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can. And he did. And it worked fine for him. It did. It did. It worked. It the- between the pizza shirt and you know the attitude, he he's doing well so far. I mean, it's only night one, but yeah, I I, I always like stop myself a little bit after I say, you know, they're doing good because I'm like, I feel like we've said this, and then <laughs> next week we're like, and they're out, they're gone. 
they're gone forever. Works though. Sequester is like, I just learned your name and now you're gone. <laughs> well, it was that way with um yeah, exactly. From last season. Uh, oh, <laughs> we know who we're talking about. Oh, Barrett. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he's not. He texts me all the time about it. And you know who you are. So don't even <laughs> act dumb. You know who you are. This turns so quickly. Uh, <laughs> moving. Group one. <laughs> Remember we were talking about the show? Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I honestly don't either. I don't know. We turned it into this a narrative. We turned this into a narrative that I don't even know where it's going anymore. But <laughs> back to group one. Brent uh, was kind of like in the living room with, you know, Moon or Rachel and Britt. And she turns, he turns to Rachel and it's just like, I know them too. I don't know you. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> like, I'm no, it was kind of like, I was... It was much like, nicer than that, but it was, bro, Rachel, I thought it was ruder. Like I thought Brent was like unintentionally being like kind of rude. And I was like, oh my god, Brent. He was like, Am I supposed to know you? And I was like, Brent, <laughs> like you don't say that to someone. But <laughs> but it did turn into a Rachel confessional where she was just like, Yeah, Brent's, you know, he is abrasive. He's he's very in your face about things. So mm -hmm. uh just kind of a little moment there. We didn't see a lot from Rachel in tonight's episode, but um I'm not I'm not I'm not too worried about her or anything. I think uh in her interview okay. she was she was very confident with herself and very confident of kind of like the role she has to play. And she said in her interview that she wasn't afraid of confrontation. She wasn't afraid of throwing out names. In fact, she said that the names that she doesn't end up throwing out are probably going to be the people who go down the line. Uh so she was very confident in herself and I feel like the episode didn't show that enough, which again, 13 people when you know, and she was one of the exiles down the line that didn't even get to be picked or anything like that. Uh, so I'm not surprised that she didn't get to have a key role. Uh, and mainly because she wasn't ever a target to begin with. It's not like anyone ever threw out her name uh, throughout that episode. But uh, I'm also I'm also feeling good about Rachel, who is just, a, you know, Billy and Rachel, I feel like we're two people that didn't get enough screen time tonight, who I also feel good about. Um, right. And by next week, they'll be gone. Uh, that's just <laughs> let's hope not. <laughs> um the other, other thing i have for like group one is uh brendan kind of sits in the living room it's just like let's be a four like we see with every, every show yeah. ever uh we're the first four in. let's let's do this thing which he I didn't, mean, he, he didn't even care long. about himself no they don't care about it those are never real you right. say it and everybody knows like that's just what you say it's not real all right Group two, Jacob, Shireen, Josh, Natalie. Uh, we know we know Shireen, or y'all know Shireen. <laughs> I don't really know Shireen that well. I love Shireen. Uh, y'all know Shireen way more than I do, probably, just based on her Survivor appearances. Uh, but we found out tonight, you know, that she's more than just a Survivor player. You know, she's a tech guru. She practically invented Google. She said so herself. She didn't Google say that. Calendar. But she use said it? Google calendars. No one uses it. <laughs> she invented Google. We all know it. Let's not deny it. Uh, but now she does like poker software, I believe is what she said, like in her interview, something like that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but Shireen uh, was a big player in this episode alone um, and a lot of different aspects that we'll get into. Um, in terms of the conversations that were going on, there wasn't much with group two. Um, 
we do have Josh going to Brent from Group One, uh, telling him that he's listened to every episode of RHAP ever uh, and wants to work with Brent. And Brent is that like, was when the comment was made that I talked about earlier, I believe. When he said that, am I supposed to know you? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's not shade. Like I feel like Brent comes off very bold, and like some people, like the girl who like said she didn't like it, it rose people the wrong way. But for me, like I kind of gravitate towards that energy, so. It's like hit or miss. Brent uh, nearly made a drastic move at the end of the game tonight. Uh, Don't talk about it yet. I have lots to say about it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) How dare I? (laughs) I need you to stay on track, Barrett. I know. I know. It's just so easy because then I think if I don't say it now, I'm not going to remember it later. I'll remind you. Thank you. So group three, we have the final five people going to the house. Jay West, Spencer, Billy, Marcelo, and Katie. Uh, of course, we have Katie panicking because she sees Spencer. Um, and, you know, she voted him out in the mini that they played. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Spencer recalls the same mini in his own confessional. And he's saying, it's all water under the bridge. Roxy pointed this out early. He also gave a nice wink after he said that. Um, then we I have. He was being truthful. It was a, it was a truth, one of those truthful winks. I feel like he said it was water under the bridge, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the wink. Some would say a wink is just another eye shake. So, <laughs> it really is. Can't disprove it. I need to talk to Billy right now. Is this counted as an eye shake? <laughs> Can we get Billy in the chat right now, please? We just need to go over some ground rules on what counts as the eye shake, what constitutes as not an eye shake. I feel I'm like I'm nervous to talk to Billy. My eyes are too shifty. <laughs> just make out. sure you turn your camera off every time you talk to Billy. I'll be like, Billy, I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> be like George Clooney in the, all the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. All right. Uh, group three, the only other things I really have, um, Marcelo is just like, I have no clue why Jay West is here. You know, he's pretty much signing up to get out early. Uh, and then Marcelo's kind of introducing himself as a sneaky little snake, as he calls him. Uh, and I love he, that. I love a villain that'll own it. And he says he doesn't care if anybody knows that he's a sneaky little snake. Yeah. Um, he probably is also very happy that Jacob is in this house and Jacob doesn't, not seem like someone who would call himself a sneaky little snake right off the bat. Uh, so maybe he can help out Marcelo in this case by maybe performing some PR for him, but you can only do so much with a sneaky little snake. I, I That'll be interesting to watch because I don't know, just the vibe I got from Marcelo in this episode alone, even though we didn't get to see too much of him. I feel like he's going to be more of a vocal personality. Do you think that? Um, Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm... I need to watch another episode because, like, I didn't like love Marcelo this episode just because I guess I don't like love sneaky little snakes, but I can like respect the gameplay. So if it's like good gameplay, then I can like deal with it. But if it's not, then I'm like gonna be okay. All right then. So we kind of get into the mix of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we have Jacob being comforted by seeing Marcelo, vice versa. And, and also the clean oven. He is very comforted by the clean oven because he yeah. was in there cooking up friendship, he said. Little, little does he know, though. Uh, clean oven, final two with Muna, actually. So can't, <laughs> can't do anything about it. 
I just uh, thought that was so funny though. I was like, we heard him say something about the clean oven. And then later we see a shot of him also looking in the oven again. I know. Uh, and someone said, what are you doing? He said, I'm cooking up friendship. And I was like, Oh, you're so clever. <laughs> I just ready love for that. him. I love he, him. I like to think he thought of the line and then 30 different times in the span of an hour, he walked over and tried to time like someone perfectly yeah. walking into the room so he could say the line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've caught me. Every time he hears footsteps, he quickly runs over to the oven and pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. If that, that did not happen, but I'm going to, it, in my head, that happened. Let me put my readers, my lookers and check my notes. <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, I'll keep going through my notes, uh, of which I already have lookers on to see. Uh, we do that. We throughout this time, we do have this Jacob Muna talk that we kind of already talked about, went on for forever. They know that they're good with each other. Uh, Muna says that she is fully willing to sit in a final two with Jacob. Um, and they have a long talk about how much you know they love they love each other they they care about each other and then jacob goes and talks to marcelo uh and literally just says that he is ever willing to go to bat for marcelo uh, uh but he also feels like he has a leg up on him in a way um and marcelo knows for sure that he's jacob's ride or die and vice versa which is true as far as we can tell from this episode tonight uh so things looking good for muna Things also looking good for Jacob, mm -hmm. both for just having the ability to have so many relationships that aren't just with each other. Um, so and good they were they're wearing denim. I think that's like the secret. They are wearing oh. denim. Oh my god, I loved that too. <laughs> like everyone knows we're together. We're wearing denim. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. There's one thing I know: black people look good in denim. And I said, I can't even argue. Y'all both look great. <laughs> I didn't even know until right now, and I saw the two of you, and I was like. It's not wrong. Jacob also had a moment in his interview with Taryn where um, he was saying, uh, we're talking about the battle matches. He was like, I, I made sure that I bought a bunch of clothes that showed off my broad shoulders. That way I looked more uh, physically threatening that someone wouldn't pick me to go into <laughs> <laughs> to go into I one know. and i was like that's i that that is a strategy i guess i just thought it was so interesting that he specifically was like my broad shoulders are you know my my best thing so i, I gotta i gotta show them off and make sure that people know that they don't want to throw me uh, they don't want to throw the broad shoulder jacob into a, a competition right. like that his fashion so. piece is like so good like i his outfits tonight were everything he's so cute i love him um do you want to talk about uh, the sponsorship for the prize money for the show? Yes. Um, should I should I just play the clip? Because I don't want to like misread anything unless you know. Canceled. Exactly. Uh-uh. Bet canceled. Let me canceled. <laughs> I just don't want to say anything. Wrong. I don't want to say anything. I want to get it right. I like. I want to be sure. I <laughs> say. I mean, it's wherehab.com is is the or. Mm -hmm. You can just play the clip. They're 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 providing the prize money for first place, twenty five hundred dollars, and um, it's just play the clip. You say play the clip, but I got to find the clip to play the clip. Oh, okay, I loved um, you know Brent's, uh, which I, I think a lot of us probably already know Brent's story because he's been very transparent about um, sharing his story, and I love that they touched on that a little bit, and that he really wants the money. So. Mm -hmm. um, I do have the clip now, I believe. Okay, uh, perfect. So I will 
play away. Oh, I always click the wrong thing. Welcome to StreamYard Me. Thirteen of you have been assembled to compete over the next seven days for $2,500 sponsored by Warehab. There's a little bit of synergy happening here because Warehab happens to be the sponsor for this season's prize money on Sequester. They help addicts in their recovery, especially youth addicts. And that is somebody that I can identify with. I've actually been in recovery for opiate addiction for 15 years. And it's thanks to the VA that I was able to get clean. I was taking up to 40 Percocet a day and I was genuinely a slobbering mess at times. I was stealing from people, lying to people, and I didn't have any control over myself. But I think it's really awesome that a fantastic organization like Warehab has decided to sponsor this season of Sequester. And I would like to take their money off their hands and <laughs> make it go to a pretty worthy cause as somebody who's been clean for 15 years. All right. Bravo. I mean, like, that's impressive, really. No, it's super I'm, impressive. I'm super uh, proud of him for that. Right. And I love that they're sponsoring... Um, you know, the show and that that's where the prize money is coming from. Like, it's just awesome. Oh, when they were in the barn, by the way, because this is like this part of the show, that's whenever we found out, well, first of all, about some of the, the new rules, um, that all of the players are going to be jury because there's only oh, yeah. 13 that's players. I thought we were going to learn a little bit more about the LOS at that point. Uh, once they all were walking to the barn, but instead, yeah, we found out that every player is going to be in jury and that when eliminated, you won't find out who voted for you. Rather, yeah. you pick three people to reveal their votes, um, which I, 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 I don't I don't have a lot of like I positives like or negatives for it. I, I think it's fine. I, I think I think mm -hmm. it's no, I, I like it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Tell I do. Yeah, share just, just because. No. Okay. So before they just revealed the vote, and then if that, well, not all. It's like if you voted for this person, then you stand up, right? And then you pick from that pool. Well, doing it this way and just saying I want that one, that one, and that one, you better be careful about throwing those hinky votes out and stuff. Like it just adds this other layer to it of of having to think through like how am i going to vote i don't want to put my vote on this person especially in those kinds of twists mm -hmm. where it's like um you know the over under or something like that and you're trying to figure out how to put your vote somewhere where it doesn't affect you and they call your name out mm. You better make sure you don't mess up and i love that because it's just a whole other layer of how can I be strategic with my vote and not shoot myself in the foot? I think it also allows the person who's in danger, like it gives them more cards to play with. I mean, yeah, before, if you voted yeah. for someone, you stand up. But now I feel like there's a whole new level of, uh, Roxy Barrett, I'm going to show your votes to the whole game. And if you mm -hmm. voted me out, we're, we're going at it. And I don't know. I think, I mean, it literally worked. So uh, Brent felt... I mean, he didn't vote him out because simply because of that. And I think it's a strategy that can be used. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this. I love this. You're right. It does add a little bit more of a dynamic to it other than just standing up because it also 
pretty much requires you to state your case in a way when they call you out in front of everyone in a way that you didn't have to before. Mm -hmm. um, and as we saw tonight, that kind of did play a big part in Jay West because <laughs> because his yeah. speech definitely played a part in him going uh, mm -hmm. because he wasn't even going to be the one that was going to be picked at first. Um, so I think tonight especially is when that dynamic played full force because it mm -hmm. did force them to be more involved in kind of a, a back and forth argument with each other mm -hmm. in terms of who to pick from. I uh, think it's also like hard to play like a middle game because a lot of times people are like, okay, the ideal strategy in any game, there's obviously going to be two sides that form, ride the middle and then make mm -hmm. a run for it at the end. I mean, with this twist, the people who tried to play the middle, like Brent to a certain extent and Jay West, I mean, you get caught out at the end of the day. So, I mean, you're not going to pick. Like, if I know Roxy's wedding with Barrett, no matter what, I'm not going to waste my one reveal on Roxy because I already know where that vote is. You're going to go for the people that is in the gray area. So I think it really, um, it kind of forces people to, like, stand strong in, like, their votes and, uh, like, play for themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. you don't have, you know, one of the things that we complain about all of the blessed time and other reality shows are vote with the house majority votes mm -hmm. and we don't see a lot of that in sequester already however i think this forces it even more to where you just you you have to be strategic about how you vote because you have a lot more things to think about other than just you know like oh i'm just gonna throw my vote over here and do a throwaway vote so that i you know i I'm not going to be in the pool of people that you can go to battle back or whatever. It just doesn't work that way. And I need clarification as I do every single episode of sequester. Um, okay. So for tonight, they, for battle back, they could only pick from the people who were eligible to vote. They couldn't pick from everyone. Is that correct? correct? Okay. Just making sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. in the future, depending on what the twist is, they can pick from everyone. If uh, everyone's voting. Yeah. Then I would assume everyone. So. Okay. Got yeah. it. Uh, it also kind of adds a little bit to the people that are voting uh, in a sense that they have to really pick and choose what they say to the person that they're going to potentially be voting for. Whereas they didn't have to usually think about that. They have to go into a conversation with that person thinking, how likely are they to pick me to reveal my vote? Because in, if you were, and that's something that you have to be worried about now, whereas in other seasons, you didn't really have to think about that uh, and the likelihood that you're going to be called out in front of everyone, which I think adds mm -hmm. another layer of stress. Uh, and stress in a sequester house has proved to be very effective in terms mm -hmm. of our entertainment maybe not uh maybe <laughs> maybe not to their lovingness or anything like that but like for us watching it it's amazing uh so yeah i i i would say i'm more positive on the on this new twist i would have to see more instances of it to really get right. a full opinion on it though um but i'm not against it so far it definitely worked out tonight right. yeah it, it, for real it, it did anyway so All then right. Um, they start the uh, exile and safety. Correct. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we're skipping a little bit over this uh, six that was created. Which I mean, we don't. <laughs> I don't. There's nothing too in depth we can go um, with this because it's already not a thing anymore. Uh, which of course, when you see an alliance of six and sequester, it's like Brent, um, Jacob, Luna, M yeah, Marcella, Luna. and then Katie, and then mm -hmm. Jay West. Mm -hmm. right? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, that's that's the six. And then there was also, I'm telling you, Muna was in every one of them. There was also mm-hmm. like a little bathroom alliance, and it was Muna, Rachel. Yes. Uh, Shireen. It was, it was uh, Muna, Rachel, Billy, and Shireen. Yeah. And they were just kind of forming something. Muna is, and, and that's where Muna really says she's excited because everyone wants to work with her. Um, but even with yeah. that six, you had Marcelo that was just kind of like, this is complete bullshit. I mean, you really think Brent is going to stay loyal to these other five people? Like, no, uh, right. it, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to work. And especially in this game, that's so crackhead energy all the time. Uh, of course, that's not going to work. Do you um, think, um, like back to where, where you um, pick somebody to battle back, do you, or pick somebody to reveal the votes? Do you think that Billy will base that upon shaky eyes or no? <laughs> Can we go? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's the last time I swear it, but it's not. That's it's not. Yeah. No, you're it's not. Not. I'm lying. I'm lying. But <laughs> it's at least five eyes. more times. your eyes. It's all in your eyes. No, my eyes were shaking right now. So, you know. Um, Yeah. So anyway, they've started the. Are we are are we to exile safety yeah, now? Yeah, we we can go into safety exile. Um, okay. So, so Marcelo was drawn first for safety. First, first I should say how this twist kind of works, just in case ever we oh, all okay. need a little bit of reminding. I know last year in the first episode we had a little bit of trouble with the twist in explaining the rules, uh, <laughs> mainly because we didn't understand it. Because uh, well, I'm stupid. That's why. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> <laughs> my on. Nobody said you were stupid, Roxy. I said it. <laughs> I have a 138 IQ. Yeah, but your own eyes. Never mind. I'm not going to go into this joke again. Uh, <laughs> I'm blind. It was lying while she said she was stupid because her eyes were shaking. We know you it. narcissistic freak. <laughs> Safety <Shut> in exile. <laughs> One person will randomly be safe to start this whole trend going. And then we kind of have a chain starting from there. So the safe person that's randomly chosen first uh, chooses to exile another player. And then that person that is exiled then chooses a player to be safe for the round. Uh, And it goes back and forth until there are a certain amount of exiled players and then a certain amount of safe players. uh, And only the exiled players have a vote in the round. The safe players do not have a vote. And then in the end, whoever is voted out can only choose from the other exiled players uh, to go into the battle match. So, uh, we start the trend. Like Roxy said, Marcelo is randomly chosen to be the first person that is safe. And then immediately a whole mob just runs to him as, <laughs> as soon as that timer starts. And <laughs> he ran away. Like they he held was, like, him down, tortured him. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. Like poor Marcelo. It was such a dark I'm night. Like, one. I'm surprised they let that air on YouTube. My God. Yeah. How'd they get it past all the filters? Audrey, I can't believe it. Uh, no, but it, it, it did look like a, it did look like he was like Chip Skylark running away from just all of his fans just running after him. Um, but Marcelo say first, they all run them. Nobody's really feeling bad about Josh going first in any scenario. That's kind of the discussions that they're having. You know, well, he, he was an easy, you know, yeah, scapegoat for them. Jay West feels that more than anyone, <laughs> probably. Which was annoying for me because everyone was playing. I feel like. I mean, some maybe to a little bit more extent, but everyone was playing hard, whether it be uh, Josh's version of hard was taking like a minute or two away from the group and looking for an LOS. Whereas like Muna's version of like playing hard is like, okay, let me just like make sure I'm in all these alliances. Whereas like someone else's is like scheming. So like everyone was playing hard. So let's not shame Josh for playing his version of playing hard. Okay. Okay. 
No, I don't blame him for looking for no, it not, at all. Think, but it was very like mob mentality early on, and like, well, yeah, that's the it, like way I it works. It when it comes to that. That's the way it works. Put the target on somebody because you want someone besides yourself to be targeted. And I mean, and the second that someone says another person's name, I mean, it's human nature. Everybody just kind of like they jump on it and they're like, yeah, we'll do that um, because it's anybody but me. Right. They didn't say my name. So, yeah, I'll go with whoever it is that you're saying. Like, it's night one. That's the way it works. And, um, you know, Josh went looking for an LOS and they use that as you know, a reason when ultimately the reason is that he doesn't have connections pre-show. Right. That's really what it is. It's mm -hmm. not the LOS search. That's just the reason that they're giving. And I get it. I mean, that's the game. That's how you play. And I, it's, it's, I was going to say, it's the same thing. You have to transfer some reasons to go after the first target. You know, in minis, in different orgs, it's usually going to be the person that just talks to everyone the least amount. It's the person mm -hmm. that doesn't hop into chat with people. It's the person that's not getting on video calls. It's the person that you just haven't heard so, from. And you can put it on them. It would be you every single time. I don't uh, have time to talk to y'all. I, yeah. I did love when Josh was like, when he was like, all right, I'm going to do Josh. He was like, uh, Josh was in the DR. Wow, you're a star, Marcelo, an awesome <laughs> star. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Or confessional. What do they call it? Is they call it confessional I on here, right? My apologies. My yeah. apologies. I do that all the time, but um, yeah. I loved his confessionals because they were fantastic and he's not wrong. There was, it, it wasn't just an easy, I'm going to pick Josh for, to be the first exile. It, there was a little bit of back and forth. Josh goes to Shireen a little bit and he's basically like, I know you're genuine. I know, I know how you are with people. And Shireen kind of like really took to that after being one of the main people that was, you know, first to say, Josh is looking for an LOS. Uh, what do we think about that? Uh, you know, down in the, on the first floor in the, the beginning of the episode. Um, but it, she kind of has a turnaround and she's like, I don't really want Josh. To yeah. Because, because he was nice. To her. Yeah. And, <laughs> which is so sad, but I mean, it's a good thing. Josh ended up fine in this episode. Josh is, Josh is okay. But in the moment, it's just, it's, so hard to watch Josh really just attempt to make these connections with people and doing a good job at it. He just had the mistake of, well, it's not his own fault that he doesn't have enough connections with people. That's not his own fault. What is his fault is that he took that uh, lack of connections and went the full, you know, I'm going to, I need to save myself right off the bat. Who knows if they would have gone after Josh originally anyway, had they not had that just little thing to pin on him you know he's the first guy to look for an los we got to go after him uh or he's he may have an los so we should make him flush it whatever their reasoning was um if they actually would have gone after him i don't know uh, like when jordan had the los last year his shirt was all wet remember Right. <laughs> <laughs> what i love about this twist though is i mean obviously it didn't probably work out the way that i thought when i saw the twist. i'm like watching it though i'm like this twist like Josh is like the target right now, but halfway through this twist, I'm like, my God, so much drama has happened since Josh was like the target who's going to go when it comes to the exile vote. And I mean, I think that's why it's probably like an early twist to kind of like shake things up early on in the game. But um, 
I mean, obviously it didn't really matter. Josh still win, but I was like, oh my god, there's like Josh was like night one target. Now it's like night one point nine, and we're already on Katie now. So bye, Josh. You know what I mean? So I liked that part of the twist. Yeah, I did too. Let's go through. Okay, so Marcelo has safety first. He immediately is like, okay, so Josh is going to exile. Mm-hmm. Josh right. is it, like, oh yeah. yeah, well you're a big man. Yeah, Josh is actually sitting in like a chair in the corner, cross-legged, and he just says, "No sweat." Uh, and then he had this little confessional. Uh, and Brett was like, "That's a good attitude." <laughs> <laughs> and it sounded so insincere. <laughs> I felt like I was like, I mean, and I don't really know Brent other than just watching him, you know, podcasts. But I was like, that was a little snarky, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good attitude. I think he might have been genuine, but I didn't hear it that way. And I, I think this was a moment where I think Marcelo could have taken a little bit uh, more, I don't know, ownership over the move of sending Josh to exile because it, it, I didn't like how he came off just being some, you know, everyone's saying this about you. So, you know, don't look at me like this is my fault. I don't know. It could work both ways in terms of just like, maybe it'll make Josh mad at everyone else and not me. Obviously that's your goal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but watching it, I don't know if you're trying to get respect of people in the end of a game, you kind of have to own your moves. And if you didn't show examples of that, I feel like that's a prime example where Marcelo could have kind of showed dominance in some sort of way uh, where he could have done that because he's supposed to be a sneaky snake. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, you could say that was a sneaky snake move to try to place blame on everyone else, but it was, it was in such a, it's, it's not up to me uh, uh, that it didn't seem that it, it didn't seem that way. It wasn't impressive. If, if that's what I can say. Um, I would agree with that. I would agree. And so Josh then um, picks um, Billy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy. Wait, are y'all well, surprised? Because I feel like you don't want to pick your friends, right? Well, that's kind of this. That's kind of the strategy that we have to talk about with this twist. You have. It depends. I mean, yes, you, you're right. You needed Billy later on in the episode when he was going home five to two or whatever it was. So. I just thought, like, I would not be picking my friends. Like, sorry, we're we're in this together, and I'm pulling you down with the ship. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, there's a different ways to look at it, but I, I think um, for Josh, I mean, in his non-shaky eyes, um, mm-hmm. Billy would have been his biggest ally and would have been someone that he could have used over in exile. However, I think what he was hoping is that he could somehow finagle his way um, out of exile and would have the loyalty of Billy because he, you know, awarded safety. That's kind of what maybe I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Josh. Like, I don't know what he was thinking and why he did that. But I mean, I can see that there probably are some reasons why you would, you know, want to create like some sort of loyalty with somebody hoping that you're going to come back and be able to utilize that at a later point. But that is not the strategy um, that went down later, Yeah, which I preferred. But anyway, it's just it's such a shitty situation for Josh anyway, where he's hearing that everyone essentially wants him out. 
it's got to be so tough to really choose oh i need to bring this person in, into exile with me like it's so hard to really do that and you can't trust someone else uh to do that for you you can't at that point i don't think josh could have gone to anyone and just would have been like can you make sure you send this person to exile and it have worked out for him i don't think he could have trusted anyone yeah. besides billy and what's he gonna do say will you send billy to exile and ruin the only relationship that he really can trust yeah. at that point he didn't have the position that's exactly barrett that's exactly he he was not in a position to be able to to do the strategy that katie tried to do right um so anyway billy then sent jordan or, or jay west in because he didn't talk to her. Come on, J.S. J.S. messed up a lot this episode. I mean, let's be honest. He <laughs> had opportunities to save himself or try. And I feel like he kind of dropped the ball. Yeah. It, it was so easy, too. Billy literally said in the confessional, anyone who talks to me is safe. <laughs> well, you know what, though? But his eyes might be... Jordan, are you? Don't even do this. Don't you? Are I, your eyes shaking? I need you. I need to know. I will do, kick you out. No, don't. Because this is this is imperative to know. Is the reason that Jay West chose to not talk to her because he he knew that Billy was looking for this the shaky eyes and he, Jay West Jordan was afraid his eyes were going to be shaky. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Jay West also had the little confessional where he said, I, I don't mind going to exile because then I can say I went to exile. I mean, <laughs> and that's, and that's, I mean, that is a strategy that you can use in this game. There are so many, there is no one strategy that this is how right. you do it. it. There's a lot of ways to play it. And, and I've seen them work and I've seen them not work. So it just depends. Like there, there's a lot of luck involved with these kind of games, even though it is very strategy based. But I mean, I, I'm not mad at, at JOS for not talking. Look, he's busy. Yeah. He's going um, all over the house. He's got things he to like, do. He was like pre-gaming for the exile. It seemed like <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Which I mean, it, it could have worked well, out, right? Like it's a risk. It, but but it I mean, her. I mean, I love Jay West. It and did work, to be honest. I, mean, I guess to a certain extent, but I don't know. We'll get into like the exile voting, and we'll, I'll talk about it then. It okay. okay. I think Roxy, you saying it almost did work is very accurate uh, because that is true. He almost did not get picked uh, by Josh. True. Yep. Very so, true. But he just, God love him. If I was Jay West, if I was Jay West and he done said her name, I mean Audrey. He he said her name before he she said mine. So that's it. It's locked and final once you say the name because he like switched back and forth for a little bit. <laughs> anyway, I mean, same. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was like. Wait, can he do that? <laughs> right. <I'll sit. laughs> all right, we are okay. We are nearly an hour into uh, this podcast, so all right, uh, let's 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 speed these up. All right, uh, oh, so this... okay, like we said, Billy picks Jay West. Jay West goes to ask Spencer if he put it Katie in exile. Spencer's like, "Yeah, that's not true, though." Uh, and then. Uh, Jake appears that Jay West uh, is not exactly so loyal to 
him or really to Muna in terms of, you know, not wanting either of them out or to split them up in any way. So Muna decides to go to Jay West uh, and is like, you know, I really want to trust you. But then I hear that you're saying my name and that you want me out. And Jay West is like, what, what are you talking about? And then in his confessional, he's like, I did say that. But how do you know that? I know. Uh, that was so funny. I love that. Right. Which that wasn't really something that we got any footage of am, am i right is that did that happen off screen obviously it was like he said she said type of thing yeah, that I, made- I was so confused with that whole like him saying muna and jacob and then like it happened so quick yeah because it was brendan coming in to tell jacob that natalie said that jay was said or that jay was said that right. natalie said that jay west is gonna but it was like how does natalie hear that jay was tears that right. you- well brendan got like the credit for it later in the rounds right i'm pretty sure he was like I'm the reason that happened, or was that for something else? I don't know. Was, so much I think that, was for no, some... that was for his pizza delivery. It's oh, <laughs> he... <laughs> right. It had the flashback of him delivering the pizza. And he said, "Here's your pizza," and then it cut back to the episode. You don't remember that? <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I like Brendan. I think I like him. But anyway, so anyway. Jay West uses. Shireen, after not really a lot of uh, lead up to that or any way that we should know that he was about to pick Shireen, other than like maybe a sentence uh, right before he went and picked, because he said right before, you know, I'm going to pick Spencer. I already told Spencer I would pick him. And then he said, Shireen, it was like, okay, Um, there's a lot of things that weren't I wasn't really adding up there. Mm -hmm. Um, Shireen, like promised to send Katie in. Yeah. and Spencer pretty much tells Katie in front of everyone that Jay West was going to give Spencer safety. So he would put up Katie. Shireen puts up Katie anyway. Uh, and is basically gives her the speech of like, you're not fucked. Don't worry. You're not. You're going to be okay. Girl, Shireen, that went on a little too long. I was like, this is not her eulogy. Like, Yeah, she just on. wanted to get up and leave. But she, <laughs> right. I, know, I know. It's like where you halfway get up and then it's like, oh, it's not over. Oh, wait. <laughs> It's like waiting for the bell. Do I applaud yet? Do I oh, not? dismiss you? I do. Shireen dismisses you. <laughs> exactly. I'm at and Google. That's right. My Check Google your calendar. calendar. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I made that. <laughs> that thing? Me. If everyone can open their, their Google Calendar app on their phone, you'll let you'll see when you're scheduled for dismissal. Okay. <laughs> I like to think she also just claims she made the regular calendar as opposed to just the Google calendar. Time itself. Oh, she invented time, right? The inventor of time. Yes. Yeah, All that's right. what happened. And so then Shereen picks Katie as promised. Yes. Right. And Katie, this is where it gets good. This is the moment where Katie's like, oh my God, I'm screwed. I've got to change. Like before it's like, how can I keep all my people safe? And now it's like, how can I keep me safe? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's honestly how you should play anyway. So Katie um, is like, okay, um, there's already two votes in exile that are against me. I've got to get more of my people over there because obviously Jay West, not in the six from the bedroom last night. Yeah. Well, he's not. And so, then she starts going around and trying to talk to everybody about I send this person in and you and then you did this and like the whole strategy was just to get her people over there so that they would have enough votes that they could still send out either Josh or Jay West, which is 
a great strategy unless you're in her alliance, <laughs> which Britt was like, mm, hold on. <laughs> right. I love to like, okay, so we're just going to tell her to her face. Yeah, that's cool. Like we're good with that strategy, but we are so not good with this strategy <laughs> because Brent does not want to go to exile. And he's like, no, he's like, I'm the oldest person here. And I was like, I feel you. I got my readers, my lookers. So I know. And so like the whole thing, the way it was playing out, I was just like, what, what is happening? And yeah. I love every second of it. And kudos again to production for the storytelling that they were able to do with how all of it went down. It was yeah. just, so great i loved it in the end katie does pick uh brendan uh to give safety to and then brendan tells brent that he might pick him for exile and brent is like what if he just like picked spencer instead you should just do that we'll see <laughs> here comes the moon play that was like so great right mm -hmm. Uh, Brent tells yeah. Muna basically that if he gives her safety, uh, she has to put Pitt Spencer in exile. And Muna tells uh, Brendan that Brent pretty much knows that he is going to go. Like he, he's already okay with it. He's not even going to yeah. be mad. So you might as well just do it. So <laughs> she's like, okay. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to get safety out of this. Yeah. It's so, free path to safety. Yeah, this is like this is my chance. Like I, I don't want to give any opportunity for Brent to not go to exile because right. then Muna loses Muna's safety. So because right. so Brendan was like teetering, so she like yeah. pushed him off the edge. <laughs> it was like so just casual, offhand remark that was meant to seal the deal. Like it was so nonchalant the way she said it. She was like, Oh, he already thinks, you know, that he's going. So it's just, you know, whatever. But in her head, it was like target acquired fire at kill shot. Like she, <laughs> it, it was, I love her. It's and so I mean, it was brilliant. This, I mean, I do think Katie's strategy was the right strategy for Katie. Like, mm. Exactly what she should have done. And uh, if this same scenario happened several rounds into the game, I think where you had maybe mm, a better alliance than the six that was formed in the bedroom over a span of two minutes last night, um, it, it might have worked to her advantage. Like it wasn't the wrong strategy. It just, it didn't work this time. And so, and Brent was a hundred percent right too. We're going to tell her to her face that we're with the strategy, but we are so not with the strategy. It, I feel this, it. this twist does give you a little bit of workaround in terms of you can lie your way out of uh, a certain strategy in terms of I, if I don't end up in exile, you can't prove that that was my fault, that I didn't end up there. I could have just been given safety. So I, 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 I do like that aspect of it. Um, but I also like Katie's aspect of it where she did have the numbers to be to have people put in exile. And I mean, she was still successful in the end to a certain degree, but not in the exact way that she was hoping that everyone would be gung-ho about it. Who would be, Katie? Come on. But can't blame a girl for trying. That's True. what you do. Uh, Brent is sent to exile. Uh, he, and this is probably one of the quicker 
rounds of that that we had because he basically just reconvenes with Muna uh, about the deal that they made and then saves Muna. Muna is saved uh, and then Muna goes to Jacob and basically just says that, you know, go make a deal with Spencer because uh, I will make him go to exile. Um, <laughs> and then little, little does he know that Brent kind of warned Spencer about Jacob earlier anyway. Uh, so Jacob goes to have this conversation with Spencer, but Spencer, before Jacob can really initiate this deal himself, uh, Spencer's just like, um, you know, what if I just, what if I just saved you? Would that be okay? Or would you be okay with that? <laughs> no, it works so perfect for him. <laughs> scenario out for you and you know you can either take it or not but i have a feeling you're gonna like it and jacob's like yeah <laughs> okay but it's also just smart of muna to be like go to spencer before i tell him he's going to exile he may know it but just go try to make this deal because people know that we're working together go talk to him before i talk to him she said look we're both wearing denim today you've right. got to go of me and take care of this because clearly we're together. We're both wearing. <laughs> and I are clearly together. We're both wearing black t-shirts tonight. Barrett, sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I it, was so it was so smart. I loved Muna and, and Jacobs. Just the whole, they were just so good. I love this episode and I love this game. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm. This, this episode was the best uh best one this season so far i gotta say <laughs> please stop all right so spencer and jacob make this deal uh spencer goes to exile and then immediately tries to give this inspiring speech are you reading the chat is that what's happening yeah and we're not yeah. talking about it <laughs> i'm sorry it was really funny though uh <laughs> So Spencer pulls the, the remaining three people uh, that have not been picked for anything yet and gives this really non, nothing really worked uh, with what Spencer did in this moment when he was talking to Rachel, Jacob, and um, who was the third person uh, that I'm forgetting right I remember. now? Oh my God. Natalie. 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 Sorry. I'm, Natalie. I'm so sorry, oh, Natalie. Natalie. My God. I'm so sorry, Natalie, but you were not in this episode at all. Uh, and it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Robin Williams, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, but he gives his speech to everyone. It's basically just like, you know, it's us. You know, I just got to choose, you know, who's going to be the two that goes also to exile? And, you know, what have, what are we going to do? And uh, I just got to choose the two people. I got to decide. I got to decide. That's essentially how it went. Uh, the music that was playing... During well, almost every single time that Spencer talked was <laughs> fantastic. Shall we give it a listen? What a choice! Yeah. I loved it. Which three of us are down there? Which two of you are down there that we're all voting together? We can all trust each other and have each mm -hmm. other's backs mm -hmm. because clearly there's nine other people out there and we didn't get safety, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? We cannot keep putting ourselves through this by allowing other people to take control of this game. Okay? It's early. But there's still a lot of game to be played. I don't know who he was talking to because I was not buying what he was selling. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody really cared. In, in fact, Rachel was just basically like, oh, Roxy, I know. I know. I'm so inspirational. Right. <laughs> Rachel basically just like stop talking. Uh, so is your mind made up or what's happening? And Spencer was, was like, 
cut it out. So just what's the deal? <laughs> and Spencer was basically, I don't have my mind, but well, actually I kind of told Jacob I would pick him, but I don't, <laughs> but it's it no. like, okay, what, what is the spin for? Like, um, it's about to go back on his deal. <laughs> yeah. Jacob was uncomfortable both by Spencer, wow. maybe not going or maybe going back on his deal. And then Spencer also, um, <laughs> Just openly saying to everyone, I already told Jacob I would pick him. So uh, that whole speech, remember when that happened? Remember the music that we played? Remember how much we enjoyed it? Uh, yeah, that that was not it's real. Like, I mean, listen, the whole thing was bizarre. Every single, I was like, what? Why are you like, are you an orator for a living? Like, why are you giving me speeches? <laughs> like, the, he's like, everyone gather around. <laughs> Come, children, listen. Papa has a story for you. And then he proceeds to, like, it's so over. <laughs> He's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, what I loved about this is that <laughs> while he was, he, what? You know, Bear just popped something for Jordan Walker up there, like, where they're supposed to be, like, my hero. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Jacob's True. like, I'm not buying it. And I was like, me either, Jacob. <laughs> well what i loved is that like you could tell he had like the last pick he was about to send two people in there and like he it was kind of like a you have a, that's a powerful position to be in and it is scary. It, like so, that's like but what i loved is that rachel was like okay so you made your mind up or what like can we just <laughs> <laughs> move it along sir yeah. like but you could tell he like wanted the listen guys we all, all there today <laughs> Like stripped it from. She's like, oh, so you made your mind up, or like, do you want us to talk? Like, can we go? <laughs> yeah, are you are you She's done? Like, are we? <laughs> that, so. Yeah, where where do we go from here? <laughs> are you? <laughs> uh, so yeah, he picks Jacob. That that whole thing was meaningless. And then finally, uh, we get to the exiles talking to each other for uh, leading up all the way until the elimination. Uh, and it was a lot of, you know, Katie asking Jay West why she wanted her in, or why he wanted her in Exiler, ex Exiler, Exiler, me, an hour and 13 minutes into this podcast, losing my ability to speak. It's a new record, honestly. Uh, but uh, Jay West was just like, yeah, I wanted to work with you. That's why I wanted you in Exile. And then he just kind of switched. And he said, actually, I was lying. I wanted <laughs> Yeah, he's like, hmm, actually, I just don't really like him. <laughs> now that I think about that, that's this is probably going to bite me. Uh, I was lying. How about that? Um, and Which, so, do you think he could have went with that? I mean, like, who who was going to vouch otherwise? I mean, he could have, like, went with that lie and been, like, fine with her, right? I mean, maybe he could have. Probably, but he's just, like... He's blunt. <laughs> yeah, but he turned it around because he really wanted to say, you know, I'll vote out Josh if you want to. Uh, remember now that I'm not lying anymore, I will say that I want to vote out Josh. I and appreciate honesty. Yes, yeah. I appreciate not one time. We're never talking about honesty ever again on this podcast because if you're just gonna, <laughs> if everything's gonna come back to that, Spencer well, in the chat. Oh my God, welcome Spencer, Utopia alumni. Spencer here. Spencer Brief is in the chat. Uh, <laughs> Spencer. Wait, everyone gather around, Spencer. <laughs> Yeah, Spencer, do you have anything to say while we're here talking about your Captain America speech? Oh, that's okay. So I was like, am I supposed to? I was very Brant. Am I supposed to know you? <laughs> but now I get it. Hi. <laughs> like, Welcome, Spencer. That's why Daniel likes Brant so much is because they're the same person. Mm, not quite. Exactly. I you got Actually, it. I like Brant. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> right, right. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm ready, Spence. Okay. Uh, music. Well, actually, I was going to switch to Brent for a second since they're the same person. You know, uh, we've we've established it, but <laughs> you guys said it. I didn't say it. Uh, Brent talked to Josh in the exile discussion in the in one of the storage rooms that they have, and basically, Josh just up and threatened Brent with you know picking him for the battle match if you voted about, which is great. So I love bold. it. I love it when that happens. I uh, do. It's kind of like in Shark Tank when they give you a deal and they're like, well, you have to choose now or else the deal is off the table. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. And then when they wait a second, they like add a percent of equity and it's like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I have to make it now. <laughs> uh, so that was that was really the part with Brent, where, which kind of made him just go like, ah, I don't, now I'm put in a weird position. Do you like, I, I, I hate And I, hate I knew, dude. I knew. I mean, did you know in that moment that I was like, there is no way in hell that Brent is voting against Josh now. There's, it's yeah, not he's happening. not going to do it. He is not. No way. <laughs> I knew it. In that said, he himself said, I, one of the, the podcaster for Rob as a podcast might be one of the first people evicted or evicted kicked out, eliminated. I'm going to use all the words because one of them has to be right from sequester <laughs> season four. And so he was terrified. Of course he was never going to vote out Josh after that. Uh, but we definitely knew at that point as well, that Brent was going to be one of the three people that <laughs> would have to reveal his vote. So, which made that decision even more probably easy for him. This is what I'm saying, because see, if the, if this weren't the new, twist brent could have thrown his vote anywhere and been okay and been okay and he could you know then when you stand up and it's like like last year's rules or previous rules it'd be like he wouldn't stand up but nobody knows where the vote went and he can lie he cannot lie because josh is like if you vote me out you know you're going into battle match and I'm going to show your vote to everybody. Like, this is the play. And everybody bow down for Josh, first of all, because freaking brilliant. They, right. He, that was played, so good. He played the hand that was dealt to him. I mean, Dan Giesling says, if you don't like your cards, shuffle the deck. But you know what? Josh got his cards and he said, I can work with this. And then he, like, I mean, he laid it out for Brent. And Brent was like, well, shit, what am I going to do now? And, I mean, and it worked. And I loved every second of it. In a way, you could say, and Daniel, maybe you'll back me up on this. I don't know. Was it poetic justice in a way? <laughs> that, um... Stop it. A little bit, a little bit. That we had, know. you know, so many calls to Brent's, you know, abrasiveness, you know, being in your face, really wanting to, you know, talk things out with you. And then suddenly it gets twisted on them. Oh, you want to talk to me that much? Okay. Well, you better vote for me then if you're going to talk to me this much or else you might, you might see me in a, you right, know, a battle so match. At the end of in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I figured, I figured you think so. That's why I just wanted to. <laughs> it was so great. It was so great. Anyway, that's really all the notes I had leading up to the actual elimination. I don't know if you guys had anything more. I know Daniel didn't have any at all, but <laughs> right, never. Yeah, I no, never have anything to say. Daniel would never take notes. That requires effort. So <laughs> there's that. Listen, the thing is, I really like to enjoy my experience while watching my show, and like I feel like I'm stripped of that when I have to like 
type notes. I've told you before that you, if you need to borrow money, don't strip. <laughs> the fact that she's not lying right now. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. You guys don't know, but I'm not lying. Daniel, I'm taking your clothes off for money. Okay. I mean, you can if you want to. But I'm just saying you have other options. But <laughs> if you're making great money, you do you. What ifs? Anywho, so yes. you quit taking notes right there. No, I just said I didn't have any more notes leading up to the elimination itself. Oh, okay. Proceed. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was like a little bit because they were all in a room together is really the last part before the elimination. Um and Josh was just like, I may have, like, I think there's a chance that I might be okay. And we all knew that he probably wasn't. And he wasn't. Because uh, we get to the elimination. Josh is eliminated. And he has three people that he can expose. He wants to expose Jay West, Brent, and Katie. Three people that I was very much not surprised by. Um, those are the choices, in my opinion, of who to show, yeah, right? Good choices. Because the other options are... Rachel, why would he? Doesn't matter. Uh, Natalie wasn't in the episode, so he, he probably said the same thing. Was she in this episode? Uh, when she deliberating, like, you come with Brendan to bring the pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Spencer, uh, and then is that it? Um, is that it? America would never, so. yeah, three, and then Josh, and then three. Okay, yeah, got yeah. all of them. Uh, so yeah, I think those are very logical choices, and obviously, it panned out in the, in the argument that, was... uh, that followed. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. just Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. so Jay West speaks first. He basically says, I voted Bring for it. you, I voted for you, Josh. Uh, <laughs> Brent voted for Katie, Katie voted for Josh, um, and Josh. Pretty early on says, you know what, Katie, I'm going to pick you. And I feel like I need to play this part as opposed to just talk about it because yeah. I was having so much fun uh, talking about it itself that I just didn't really take or having so much fun watching it that I just didn't really take notes over it as much. Uh, so let me find the part where Josh actually gets eliminated. Jay Wes literally said, bring it. That's what he said. <laughs> All right. Didn't age well. <laughs> you, um, strictly because that's what I told, and I'm down for whatever. So if you're willing to pick me, bro, let's go. Go. Uh, so I'm gonna keep it real with you. Uh, on my shit. Um, <laughs> I was won over by your pitch, and uh, <laughs> you're a good kid. I'm gonna keep it real. I I love you, and keep it real. You uh, twisted my arm, <laughs> and I decided I didn't want you out, so. I voted for Katie. I'm standing right next to Katie and she is pissed. I can feel the steam coming out of her ears because she is so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I voted for you, Josh. I mean, it, seriously, it was you or me. So I hope you can understand that at the point it was going to be you or me and I had to save myself. So I'm sorry, but it was just the fact that reason you'll be joining me tonight in the battle match. Okay, let's do it. I think it's a weak move to take out a woman first, but I guess we'll find out in the battle match. All right, we'll see how strong you are. I do want to say it's not just the situation I created because Jay. All right, I won't. I won't play the entire show in sequence. Uh, no, <laughs> but that's where it got like right. super ugly that's too. Because like, Katie was like, 
Um, I mean, that's fine. You want to take out a woman? Oh, you're a big man. But then she's going to take it a step further. She goes, and guess what? I'm not even the only one because that guy right there. Which <laughs> literally potentially game-saving move on it her really end. Was because Jay West is like, no, hold up. No. Uh-uh. We're not doing this. <laughs> and like he got a little riled up and then everybody was like, burr, 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 and I was like, what? what? Then he, he changes up. It's so good. I said I wanted you out. I said I, know, I wanted and then, you and and then Josh walked right away. There. And then Josh walked Bro, away and you said down. We if you want to come Josh back. Out. He didn't vote, vote me her. out. If you want to it's fine. You know. He didn't he voted you out. He did not vote me out. So. She voted you out too. I know, but he knew I was voting him out. He had an idea. He thought you were voting. I'll see me Billy out, looking so. at everyone's eyes. All right, all right. Let me say something real quick. I was told by all of them. Let me let me say something real quick. Let me say something real quick. All day that People don't know me. I'm the easy boat, whatnot. And Katie, I've been heard that your name consistently throughout the day was one of those names that was pushing my name. Mm, that was not just me that said it was you. All Billy Cutaway. I'm not saying, what's, I'm no, not saying what's true or false because yeah. I don't know that. I'm saying what I heard. Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay. With that being said, you were my pick to go in. Okay. Yes, Josh. Do it. Get her. Yes. Oh. <laughs> With that being said, Jay West wants to test me and challenge me. Cool, Jay West, you're up. Y'all see, see Moon's reaction? That was me in my living room. Me that was me. What? 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 I said to no one in the living room with me. No, I said, you looked around, but no one liner. He had such a good one liner. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, you want to try me in there? Try me out here. Ooh. Yeah, okay. He said something, and Marcelo also had a line, I believe. Uh, let me let me get this real quick. Or learned your lesson from last season. Keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> I mean, is this what you really want to do? I really don't want to test you. I, I, you can. Ask you just stood. You just stood there and yeah. said and said you want to be the fucking big guy. Then come on, I'm the, I'm the dude. Come on, so let's yeah. be the dude. Yeah, well, all right, let's go. You're the guy. Let's be. Come, yeah, show, let's me the yeah, show me the guy. Show me the guy. You don't want to get to know me in there? Come come to me out here. Gonna, I told no, you, listen, 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 listen. The whole idea of this is what the house here. wants, this is what the group wants, this is what people there. are saying. You didn't get to know me out there, so you can get to know me in here. <laughs> Josh Abbott. Josh came to play. He oh, Josh was so But it's like, I just came to bring pizza and this happened. Oh my gosh. <laughs> listen, I'm serious. I, that when when that happened, I'm like looking around and like somebody's gonna answer me. I'm like, can't can he do that? <laughs> Wait, because he just said he was gonna go against Katie, and then all she did was point her finger at, at Jordan. And now what? What? Listen, the only person who I've ever seen the rules changed for in the last second was Tyler Crispin. So I mean, as long as it's not Tyler. Every, anything's a go, uh, but no. Were, what are you, are you going to be the one to stop Josh from making that uh, very dramatic move of switching? No, who he wants I mean, to no. Like, no. If I was Jay West, if I was Jay West, a returnee coming back potentially going to be first boot. Oh, me and production are gonna have a little bit of a talk. A very Shima moment there. <laughs> said, what? And then they had to go. They but first of all, even I, I know we've already gone over it, but. Even the battle match, I felt like, was... Oh, good. Yeah. Like, just the aesthetics alone were so much better than it's been in previous seasons. I mean, they used real and wood the for those blocks. And I was like... 
where did they find all that wood? That was a survivor style like comeback. Like you know how they're always like behind and oh it looks so impossible, but then Josh mm-hmm. like came out and they were all like shit talking each other <laughs> while doing it. Oh, they were. It. I loved the back and forth, the the banter, um, shit talk between the two of them. And at one point, Josh had like a whole piece of his puzzle completely upside down, and I was like, my friend, turn <laughs> the, right there. Look at that creep. Put the cube on the other side. That's not how you spell a sequester. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was because Jay West was like pretty ahead before all of that. I wonder because Jay West is like a very like he's like reactive. So that could have like been really good for him, like get in his head while he's trying to mm-hmm. handle things. And I mean, it could be the reason why he won that. I mean. Because Jay West is good at puzzles. Little known fact. <laughs> I didn't happy. know until he told us tonight that Josh won. And I, I, I thought that Jay West was going to pick up one of those wooden blocks and knock him out. But mm-hmm. thank goodness that didn't happen. But, <laughs> so and then I, though, like, I love Jay West so much. And- I do too. And I felt I- so Right, and I know he probably was like really excited to come back out. He's like really big into this question. I was very excited Me that he too. was back. And even though I do think he could have done things a little better, he's such like a likable person. I just well, this is said- how I felt when Keisha went home first in All Stars. <laughs> I said, "Was this her best performance?" No, but she went home, and I was sad. And I feel the same with Jay West, like. Guys, why didn't y'all send someone else home? <laughs> Are you willing to say who who you'd rather have seen gone home in this episode? Live, on air. No, because any choice that I make, I, I, I don't really mean it in my heart. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I can name a few. I mean. <laughs> Are you willing Natalie to name them? I couldn't get nothing from her. So, like, I guess Dude, I'd say Marcelo wasn't really feeling him. Um, who else? Little Domino's guy wasn't really feeling him. <laughs> His name, <laughs> really is name, Brendan. name is Brendan, and I like him. I mean, it's not that I don't like them. I'm just going to need more time with them. You're just you just don't know what Brendan was doing in that one shot, and that that really just didn't help just his case. Probably the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a combo cabbage patch, raise the roof, like Jedi mind trick. That he it was, was a horizontal raise the roof, correct? I think um, he was raising the wall <laughs> to the window. Anyway, um, so uh, not finishing. So um, maybe that was like the pizza delivery. Like that's the act of giving the pizza. <laughs> We're done. We're done okay. with this stuff. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> All right, wrapping up. Obviously, uh, a really exciting episode. A good way to kick off the entire season. Uh, obviously, we will be back next week to cover the second episode, probably with a guest. I would, I would assume. I think we'll have someone else to join us. Who that will be, we don't know yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but just know, well, there'll probably be a fourth person here with us. Uh, Who wants to come on? Yeah, anybody? Right. Any takers? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but thank you for everyone who actually watched us tonight, uh, watched us live. We hope you all enjoyed uh, the episode of Sequester and somewhat enjoyed maybe watching us talk about uh, this episode of Sequester. If you want to keep talking about it with us, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. Those links are also in the description below if you want to find us. Um, so with that, guys, any final thoughts on Sequester Season 4, Episode 1 before we end it for the night? It's a good start, and I'm ready for this season. It's going to be good, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, that, that was going to be it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. same. Same Z's. <laughs> anyway, uh, and everyone in the chat tonight, thank you so much. Um, uh, everyone not in the chat, thank you as well. I already said that. Uh, but I just want to say it again. You know, thank you. Um, yeah, go watch the episode again. If you're not subscribed to Sequester, go subscribe. Go follow them on all their social. Keep up with them. Tell Audrey how much you love the episode. Um, yeah, with all that, good night. Bye, guys. Bye.